0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10
1: per order. Additional terms apply.
0: All it is is Taz of the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. As we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams. With their help, they can help you too. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Mike, Pete across the way. Andrew, with your updates. Welcome aboard right now, Taz. AJ Hawk, 11-year NFL veteran linebacker. Uh, former star at Ohio State, NFL analyst now, A.J. Taz in the Moves with you, friend of the show. He's joined us a number of times. Good morning, A.J. How are you? Happy early Thanksgiving, brother.
1: A.J., what's up? Hey. What's up, Good man? Good morning. How are you guys doing? How are you? Good, bro. We're
0: doing well. We're doing well, A.J. And, you know, we kicked off the program this morning talking about, you know, Lamar Jackson. I mean, how exactly do you stop that Ravens offense right now?
2: Uh, you don't. I mean, as we saw last night, I think uh, you got to hope he has an off day. <laughs> you got to find a way to... I mean, the plan going in, I'm sure, always always up front especially is to try to contain him, don't let him break the perimeter, keep him kind of bottled up inside the pocket. Uh, but the thing is, hes I feel like he's developed as a passer, and he looks so good now throwing the ball. He looks so comfortable that he can just beat you too many, too many ways. And there's not a whole lot of people that have been able to, like, kind of been the total packers like him. And what I mean by that is a guy that can throw as well as he can right now, but also just how, like, explosive and sudden he is when he pulls the ball down and runs like he's a threat every single time to get in the end zone no matter where he is on the field so it's a a scary proposition right now to think about stopping that guy
1: you know aj i was saying about lamar jackson earlier to moose it's like he's he's the the, it's not just that he's ultra athletic and he's his vision is great he's seeing the field as you said it's a dual threat throwing and running his explosiveness as you hit on but he's unpredictable, right? He, he I, It seems like when he's running the ball, like when he gets out of that pocket, he doesn't know where he's going to go, which, as, right or wrong, as a defensive player, man, I'm sure you've played against a lot of guys at times like that. It's a nightmare, right or wrong, when they don't, you don't know where they're going to go because they don't know where they're going to go.
2: Yeah, it's it's an absolute nightmare to try to think about stopping that. And, and you're right. He, he, he doesn't know where he's going to go, and, and that's what running the football is. It's all about instincts. And Lamar has crazy football instincts on just – and body control on, on – he doesn't have to see a defender. He can feel where they're coming. He can feel where the pursuit is coming, even if it's behind him and he's going to make something happen. That's why he's so much fun to watch, I think, because it's not just like you can't put on his film and show some young kid and be like, hey, here, do this. Like, this is what you (laughs) need to do. Like, no, like, come on now. There's only one guy on the planet right now that can do what he's doing and it's him and – and he, it's coupled with his instinct and his hard work and everything he's done as a player, and we're getting to see it right now really really hit stride, and we'll see what happens if he can make a, a playoff run and, and get this thing going because it's going to be interesting.
0: AJ, what's gone wrong with the Rams? Man, I, I, isn't it weird? I, is it,
2: I don't think it's it, – you know, there's always the whole saying like, oh, they got, they got tape on them, they got film on them, and now everyone's figured them out. Like, I don't put as much stock into that. I mean, McVay is still McVay. I'm not, I'm not down on McVay like some people are. I mean, obviously their offensive line has been struggling. They've been trying to figure out a, a group in there that can protect Jared Goff, and Jared Goff is definitely taking a step back, too, I think, at the same time. Uh, they're just in a weird spot. They really are, to where your own line's not playing great. The quarterback that he just paid a ton of money to and gave him a long-term deal, I mean, you're hoping he's still that guy, and he's going to get back to form. Uh, and Gurley has a bunch of money too, and I like what Gurley can do. But I just think, I mean, they're they're not the they're not the new hot thing anymore, and it's it's tough to to continue to compete that way. I mean, I they got to find a way defensively to get multiple turnovers a game and give Jared Goff some extra possessions. But, I mean, last night nothing was going to help him. I mean, Lamar just just torched them, but the Rams. It's it's crazy to think where they are now. Thinking where they were last year, you. I don't think. I, I know. I would not have guessed that they are in this position now.
1: No, not, not us either. I mean, I, I I kind of felt. I guess I'm one of those guys, actually, that feels like there is a lot of tape and from last year, and these DCs, you know, can figure them out. But you're you're right about the offensive line for sure. I mean, um, I mean your concern level for Jared Goff, like you hit on it, man. He just he got the big deal. I mean, is it a blip or can McVeigh? Get him back on track, or do you think it's like eh, maybe maybe people did figure him out? Maybe this is it. I mean, you know, uh, he hasn't been looking good at all.
2: I know, and that's the scary thing. I mean, it's so hard to to find your franchise quarterback. I mean, that's why we see these teams drafting guys so high and throwing money at guys that they hope and they think are going to be their franchise quarterback. I'm not saying Jared Goff is not 100 not the franchise quarterback and going to be there for 10, 12 more years in L.A., but I mean, I'm not, 100, I'm, I'm not super confident that right, he is that right. guy. If, if he isn't, the good thing that they have is I still think Sean McVay, he's one of those crazy football guys that I'm sure is sleeping 30 minutes a night It's just driving him crazy <laughs> that they're not able to win right now. Right. He's going to do whatever he possibly can to get Jared Goff to play as best as he possibly can and give that team a chance to win.
0: We're talking A.J. Hawk, 11-year NFL veteran linebacker um, and uh, NFL analyst and a friend of the program has joined us uh, a number of times over the course of uh, the football season. A.J., you know, away from the Rams and Ravens last night and you know, up to New England and, and the Patriots, we know how good that defense is and it plays and we know how good they are in terms of stopping the pass as well. I think they've only had, uh, what, four passing touchdowns this entire year. However, what's wrong with that Patriots offense, and do you think it's time, and do you think they have the skill position players to get it fixed?
2: Well, yeah, I think honestly because of that how good that defense is, it, they always have a chance to, to win it all. And, and something about the Patriots too, maybe I'm just like all the the, the diehard Patriots fans. I feel like, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, Their offense, they can sputter all they want in the regular season. In the playoffs, Tom Brady's going to find a way. They're going to put it together and make a run. 100%. And when you think about how good their defense is, and you know that defense can play, it can go anywhere and still be a, a really elite defense. It's, uh, they're, they're definitely the team to beat. But I mean, it's, it's a combination. Obviously, not having Gronk hurts them. I mean, that guy is just such a game changer and, and matchup nightmare for anybody. Their offensive line, they're still trying to figure it out. They, I know they just uh, what, put Marshall Newhouse uh, on the bench, I think. And they've kind of had to shuffle things around, trying to find a way to keep Tom Brady upright. And you're right, especially if they're not healthy at the receiver position. I mean, it, it's not like they are super loaded, super deep at the receiver position to begin with. So they need Muhammad Sanu. I think he's a great pickup. I actually played with Sanu uh, in Cincinnati for a year, and I think he is one of the most underrated receivers in the NFL. The guy, is a, he's a freak, and he's an awesome teammate too. So with him healthy, it definitely helps them. Um, but I think no matter what, they don't care. They do They'll gladly win a Super Bowl ten to seven. It doesn't matter to them.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know we talked Moose and I did when that Sanu deal happened and we went up to New England, and I was I felt like man, once there's a chemistry built AJ with Tom Brady and Sanu, I'm a big fan of Sanu also. It's like that could be an unstoppable duo right there with Brady and Sanu.
2: Absolutely. I mean, he is most new is so good. He was with um, AJ Green and the Bengals for a while, so obviously AJ Green's getting right. all the attention. Yeah. And then he's in Atlanta and you got Julio Jones. I'm like, all right, we got there's, there's Julio. I was actually on the Falcons for a month too. So that's why I kinda have <laughs> more I, I saw I didn't get I didn't get much more access than maybe you guys, but I got a little bit more access to <laughs> be there four weeks. Uh, I'm like, Oh, cool. I know and Mo Sanu was in Atlanta at the time and I'm like I'm like, Oh, it's so good. Mo is so good. Yeah. But you have Julio Jones there too. I'm like, Well, we got we got Julio and Mo. These guys are both unbelievable, sure, obviously. Man. But that's why I think Mo could have an, a, a monstrous playoff run for New England. Uh, if He's 100% healthy, and I think he and Tom Brady already seem to be on the same page.
0: Uh, you know, AJ, uh, over to uh, you know the San Francisco 49ers. We're going to get Niners and Ravens up this upcoming weekend down in Baltimore, a 1 o'clock kickoff. How about what San Francisco has done and really you know, what Bosa's done defensively, what that defensive line has done, and how good uh, Shanahan's crew has been this year? Best team in the NFC right now up until this point.
2: I mean it looks like it and I was I was hesitant to say that four weeks ago probably. I just wasn't sure. I was like, okay, well yeah, you guys are good, but you gotta you gotta play play great late in the year and you gotta do it multiple times, I think to really feel like you have arrived and I, I they have arrived, man. The Niners are unbelievable. I, I I like what Jimmy Garoppolo can do. I think when George Kittle's in the lineup they're obviously a different offense. He's absolute monster that changes the face of that offense. Um and they're not even fully healthy on the offensive line, too. That's what's scary to think of once they get healthy. But they're, they're just so good. They're such a well-rounded team. Their, their defense, I feel like, too, how their front four and the front seven play complements how the back end plays well, so well, too. I mean, look when they played the Packers on Sunday night. People were asking, oh, what's going on with Aaron Rodgers? His numbers were down and everything. I'm like... First off, he's running for his life to begin with, and then when he, when he wasn't running for his life and he's able to get the ball out of his hands, there's nobody open.
1: Right, right suffocating
2: right. coverage at all times, you feel like. So I think they have an amazing thing going there in San Fran, and they're a fun football team to watch. So yeah, just, that's the, the fun thing. Now you, you, uh, you have 10 wins already. You're a great regular season football team. And, and the tough thing is if you go out there and you drop your first playoff game, it's like it's all for nothing. So mm. that's where the, the pressure kind of... Sits in and you got to find a way to, to fight through that and see if you're legit and you're going to you're going to make a run
1: at it. Uh you listen to Taz and Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Our special guest right now is AJ Hawk, serious XM NFL analyst, 11-year NFL linebacker. Uh so AJ, uh, speaking on that with the 49ers so like, like Moose alluded to, we got the Ravens at the 49ers this Sunday. I mean, like two best teams in NFL in your opinion. Was that fair to say going at it this Sunday almost like a Super Bowl preview?
2: Yeah, right now I would call them the two best teams in the NFL at this point in the regular season. Um, it's man, it, it's going to be cool to see how San Francisco not only what their plan of attack is for kind of bottling up Lamar, trying to keep him uncomfortable, but it's, it's going to be fun to watch them chase him around all over the place. You know, there's going to be a couple just absolute signature plays. Even if it's a, even if he ends up getting sacked, but if he might run around for 19 seconds with Bosa <laughs> and the crew chasing around. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be fun to watch.
0: Um, it, it is going to be fun to watch. We, Taz and I were talking about, we wish it was a four o'clock or eight o'clock game instead of it yeah. being one o'clock in the afternoon on, on Sunday. You know, AJ, uh, one of the teams that, uh, one of the coaching staffs that's clearly under pressure. How about Garrett? Uh, you know, and, and Taz and I were critical of the Cowboys head coach yesterday, his decision to kick the field goal down 13, six late. Then he heard the criticism from Aikman on the broadcast, the criticism of Jerry Jones after the game. You know how 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 hot is the seat right now under the uh, under the rear end of Jason Garrett?
2: Well, you would think it's it's very hot when the owner comes out and, and says that. I mean, Jerry ha- seems to have all like up until this point has really been on board with Jason Garrett and saying all the right things, I guess, to the media. But when when your owner, the guy that is making every single decision in that building, when he comes out and he seems to be pretty critical, something that is a little out of the norm for him as far as supporting his head coach. I feel like, yeah, you got to be a little bit worried if you're Jason Garrett and you got to be thinking, well, all right, we got to find a way to, this could be like all or nothing for me. We got, we got to really go deep in the playoffs or get to the Super Bowl at least or something, uh, for me to, to still be around here. But I, I cannot imagine, um, him being back next year if they don't, if they don't get the NFC championship or Super Bowl, it seems like.
1: AJ, no, uh, I, I think I know the answer to this question before I'm gonna ask you, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. So, did you ever take a selfie with fans before the game was over? Did you ever do that? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, uh, dude?
2: <laughs> what happened? Oh, I don't my. know. Maybe <laughs> what <laughs> I. Uh, I t- what is it? Gen Gen Y, Generation Y, Generation Z.
1: What is it? Yeah, I think it's Z. This week, this week, I think it's Generation Z. This week, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love Dwayne I'm Double Ohio State guy. He's an Ohio of State course, guy. Yeah. Um, but, man, I mean, he's, sometimes you just get too excited and you forget where you are. And I uh-huh. think that's what happened with Dwayne Haskins all the offense on the field. Hopefully, for him and for everyone, like, I just hope maybe five, eight, ten years from now, he's playing the league and he's a, he's a great player and he can look back on that and laugh. Because if not, if he doesn't have a long, great career... It's just going to be one thing, one more thing you put on of yeah. why he didn't yeah. make it or something if people want to examine his career.
0: Well, A.J., hopefully the, he's laughing because skin fans were crying on, uh, <laughs> on Sunday when they watched it. They're like, what, why can't we just enjoy a win? The quarterback's on the <laughs> sideline taking pictures as, as Keenum's run out to the field, A.J.
1: Victory formation. That's the best formation. You yeah, got to be there. You got to be there.
0: Oh,
2: man. I mean, that's.
1: You know, times change. You got to adapt. You know, if you're a coach, you're a player, you got
2: to. If we're a fan of it, you got to adapt. You got to understand. Hey, maybe I would not personally have done this, but you know what? I can't knock other people for doing it. Maybe this is the new norm. What do you guys think? I, I,
1: I, I think it's a bad norm. I think it's a bad <laughs> Maybe norm. it's an old school thing, but hey, so you ready for the big one, man? Ohio State, Michigan, this Saturday. Your, your Buckeyes are undefeated. You ready for this or what? The big one.
2: Yeah, Chase Young's back in the lineup, came back with a vengeance against Penn State last week. The guy's probably the best player in college football. He's unbelievable. Um, yeah, it's going to be – I think it's been fun to watch, too, how Michigan has kind of progressed throughout this season. Early on, they're talking about Harbaugh getting fired and what's wrong with Michigan, and then they've really turned it on. They, they look really, really good. Uh, and so it's going to be fun to see Ohio State go to Ann Arbor and, and see how they do. I feel like Ohio State – is the most like well-rounded team they've had in years and years uh, around their offense, defense, and special teams. They're just loaded. They don't have any weak spots. So going up against a, a Michigan offense and a Michigan team that is playing super confident and feels like – Every year I mean they feel like this is the year they're going to beat them but ultimately I just don't think they have enough to beat Ohio State.
0: Well it's like old hat now. I mean you beat you know you beat up on Michigan like uh, it's insane. I mean they, you know the Wolverines don't even come close to you. It really is it's crazy there AJ.
2: Yeah the, the that's what I tried to tell people so I got my last year in college was 2006. I went 3 and 1 against Michigan. And you talk to any kid that came after me, and they, like, I'm a failure to them. Like, what are you, you guys lost to Michigan? (laughs) Yeah, man. It it used to be a lot more competitive, guys. Like, when I came in, if people were two and two against Michigan, like, oh, okay, all right, 500. Now, if you lose to Michigan, something's wrong. They want to pull your scholarship.
0: It's crazy. It really is. Um, uh, Final one, tomorrow, you know, obviously Thursday's Thanksgiving, right? And, uh, you know, are, are, you a, are you a stuffing guy? Are you oh. a turkey guy? Are you a mashed potatoes guy? What, what do you look forward to for the big meal, AJ?
2: Uh, so without trying to sound like a huge like downer and a grump, like I don't really care about any of it. Like, I, <laughs> I enjoy being with my family and everybody and hanging out and the camaraderie and all that. But I'm not like freaking out going crazy about certain meals. I like turkey. I like turkey any I, I put turkey in my eggs every morning. Mm. So like I like that. But Thanksgiving turkey I think is highly overrated. I mean I <laughs> we and my wife and I inject the hell out of it. We had a thing last night, we had a friend's giving me call or whatever. We had all my all my buddies I played with at Ohio State and their wives over and we had a big Thanksgiving already and I injected the hell out of that turkey for two days previous before and We're basting it. It doesn't matter. Turkey still is still weirdly dry. It's dry white meat. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, cool. I could dump all your gravy over there. I'm like, all right, man. Like, no. (laughs) So I, I eat a bunch of turkey and a little bit of stuffing, and I don't go too crazy, though. I don't. You know, it's it's just another day, but it's good to hang out with, with my family. <laughs> well, happy Thanksgiving, AJ. <laughs> hey, hey, thanks. Yeah, man. Guys, I would, yeah, that's why I wanted to call in and wish you guys a happy. <laughs>
0: oh, thank you. <laughs> well, uh, AJ, we appreciate you giving us some time this morning. We really do. Wake it up early and uh, and enjoy the holiday, enjoy the friends and family, and uh, and thanks for the time, bud. Thanks nice a lot, man. All right, thank you, guys.